Welcome to Jim's BBQ. Can I take your order? The cherry is a little medicinal. A little bit, yeah. And you can follow Dylan on his grinder at the cherry's a little medicinal. Three basin sauces. I didn't even want the beans. I didn't even want the beans. The beans. The beans. The beans. (laughs) You said yes to all, right? Oh, yeah. We were doing it all. We were smoking and blowing and... This is where we put all of the freshly killed children from this morning. <laughs> Ugh, I don't like that term, full load. <laughs> He's, a full uh, load of pasta. <laughs> Get ready for some unimpressive poop shapes. <laughs> Jar of peanut butter, your thing of lube, um, your frozen pizza, and your uh, fifteen bottle. pack of extra large condoms. And bottle of Sunny Delight, and you can walk out a happy person. Hello, and welcome to episode two hundred six of Jim's BBQ podcast. I'm Mike. I'm Dylan. Where are you? Where are you, Jim? Yeah. <laughs> are you there, Jim? It's me, Mike. So Jim's coming of age story. Yes. And, uh, well, we don't have Jim with us tonight, but we do have uh, two amazing guests. We have regular guest, Brother Sean. Hello. And we have a returning guest after well over a year, the amazing Sarah Jacoby. Hello. Thank you for having me again. <laughs> oh, you're most welcome. I, I, I feel like Thank you're you almost, wasting your time. <laughs> I feel like you were almost forced to be on this. No, no. I mean, we're roommates now. I'm basically on it. Whether <laughs> wow. <I'm roommates>. Wow. <laughs> oh. Oh. Whether you, whether you like it or not. Yeah. Yep. I signed the lease. It's a dog. <laughs> so here we are. Yeah, here you I was are. Just, uh, I was just telling Sarah before that about the time that you just kept starting the intro music over and over and over <laughs> and over again. Because I know you all enjoy it so much. It's very funny and very entertaining. I feel like something very dramatic should be happening. I was enjoying it a lot. I mean, I, in essence, I mean, I guess you could argue that something very dramatic is happening right now. Which is a bit dramatic. Okay. <laughs> I mean, 206 episodes in, we're fairly drama-free here, Dylan. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, we, we've run probably as many episodes, or at least comparable to some of the housewives, and we've been pretty <laughs> drama-free. I mean, compared to them, this is a drama-free zone for sure. I mean, should we become like housewives? Like, are going to start throwing like wine on each other? Like. <laughs> Should I be like pointing at some weird looking cat or something? I like, <laughs> like a table in a restaurant? Is that where that came from? I thought that's where it came from. Well, yes, we could be the real, I don't even know what the hell we would be. The real, the real, the real housemates of Brooklyn. The real Sarges of New York. Well, maybe. Hmm. I don't know, but if you want to check out all of our Sarge-like antics, you can check us out on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Jim's BBQ Pod. Might be a little too cold. The cherry is a little medicinal. A little bit, yeah. The oh, that is great. 
Uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at JimsBBQPod. We still do social media for this. Yeah, and you know, you can email us, JimsBBQPod at gmail.com, where we get all these weird freaking like, solicitations from restaurants and shit. Or um, you can check out all of the episodes on our webpage, www.JimsBBQPod.com, or uh, wherever you may get podcasts from. And you can follow Dylan on his grinder at the cherry's a little medicinal. <laughs> oh, well, the cherry's a little medicinal. <laughs> wow. Um, so, I mean, if you wanted, to, I could give you context for what the cherry is. Well, I, I was going to say, I, I think we owe it to the audience that we don't have currently. What are you drinking tonight? Uh, we're drinking. Uh, Hubbard's Cave Untitled Art. That's what it's called, right? It's yeah, it's a um collaboration. Oh, it's okay. Um it's a okay, so excuse me, it's a collab between Hubbard's Cave and Untitled Art, and it's a Black Forest Cake Smoothie Stout with oh. cacao nibs, vanilla beans, cherry puree, and milk sugar. And a steel per can at $27.95. We already destroyed the can. <laughs> the Hubbard's Cave, um, We've we've discovered them in the last year or so, and their beers are really fucking expensive. Really? Like I don't know about like a collab between them and Untitled Art, which that looked like a twelve ounce can. But we get some of their stuff local here, and it is like eighteen dollars for like a um, sixteen ounce can. Ah. Whoa! Wow. I haven't, we've only seen some like regularly available stuff. Like, I don't uh, think it's that expensive here when I've gotten it from Gold Star. It is more expensive than other 16 ounce cans, but it's not $18. Wow. Yeah, because you can get like that regular, like what is it there, regular stout? And then they have like that other sour. They have like the French toast one. Yeah. Yeah. That's, those aren't super pricey. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty ridiculous. But, but I will say that their beers are quite delicious. Their beers are good. You kind of alluded to it, Sarah, but there was some big news in the, the world of, well, you and Dylan um, recently. And um, I, I know Dylan's mentioned it on the podcast prior to it, but what, what exactly happened? <laughs> God, it's like you make it sound like such a scandal. <laughs> well, I mean, you are the real housemates of Brooklyn, so we yeah, got to kind of amp up the scandalization here, right? Okay, <laughs> sure. What did we do? We moved in together. Yes. That's wow. Cool. Oh, we gotta go to a commercial. Wow. Park. Dylan left the porch light on. <laughs> what? It's just he's just kind of over dramatize it. Come on. Oh, okay. Yeah, I left the porch light on. I thought that you was a bastard. I thought that was some kind of like weird dated euphemism. No. Yeah, and then so we moved in together. I live in Brooklyn now. This is very. Uh, He's a Brooklyn boy. Yeah, that was very cool. And then Sarah's just like over there going. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been about the porch light. Surprisingly chill. About the porch light. Oh, about the porch light. Yeah, yeah the porch light. He does leave a lot of lights on. That's true. I do. Oh, a I lot of lights and a lot of fans. I, I go around after him turning things off. And candles. And candles, yeah. So you're that just going around, hitting switches, blowing candles out right behind him. Like, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
It's a very inefficient use of my time. <laughs> <laughs> There's the scandal. That's what I'm talking about. It's kind of like the overall dating me, you know? <laughs> it's like just a general misuse of your time. That's oh, not but, oh, they're talking. They're talking all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> People. I thought I heard that there were some fun moving in stories. I don't know about fun, fun afterwards. Fun. <laughs> yeah. With the funny years. It was really just, uh, well, there was a series of very ridiculous events that occurred the night that Dylan moved the majority of his stuff in. Was that the first night that I moved into? It was the same day. Uh, no, because um, we did. The couch. And then you yeah, because I well, I did a I think I brought a bunch of shit out like what Monday, and that was like a long day. And then Tuesday was move-in day, but I had to but I had to stay yes, in you had to New stay Jersey because I had to get the keys back. That's right. So it was the day after I moved all of my stuff into the apartment. Dylan came back to move most of his stuff in, um, which included two coolers that I had been led to believe included like all of the fridge stuff, which I was like, oh, food, great. I didn't really bring a lot of food from my place. Um, and <laughs> so the first funny thing that happened was that Dylan brought the coolers up and while they had been sitting, he put ice, like bags of ice in them and put a bunch of ice in them and they had just been out sitting there all day. So the first thing that happened was I opened it and it was just like a lot of water. And I, again, I assumed that it was food, like edible things, and it was just sauce and salad dressing and like sauce, hot sauce, all of the condiments. So one cooler full of sauces and condiments. And then I was like, surely the second cooler. One, one thing of chicken. One frozen bag of, of raw chicken. And so I thought, surely the second cooler must have all of the food that I was hoping to get. No, it's a second cooler full of condiments. <laughs> so, how much, I mean, you were living in an apartment by yourself. How many? How much? <laughs> I mean, how much did you need? Sauce, like twelve things of salad dressing. <laughs> I didn't know there were that many salad dressing. So that was fun. What? I mean, what ranch? Light ranch? Blue cheese? <laughs> blue cheese? Blue, blue cheese ranch? Italian? And Italian uh, Ranch, Russian, Russian Ranch, yeah. honey mustard, raspberry vinaigrette. This is this is thrilling. <laughs> it is. Yeah. This is like some like Bubba Gump kind of shit. Right here. <laughs> it's a good thing that the viewer count is still a nice zero goose egg. It's a round number. You know what? We bring the viewers in. What can we say? Yeah. Oh, also. <laughs> So yeah, so that was fun. The what? beans. Oh yeah, the other. So I was just imagining like he was like, yeah, like he brought the coolers up and he's like, oh, I'm so tired from bringing these coolers up. I couldn't possibly get some regular food. I'm gonna take a nap. I mean, you're not far off from the truth. So, in addition to the frozen chicken, was. <laughs> So I had, I told him, what are all of these sauces? I thought there was going to be food here. And he said, there was a whole thing of beans. And you know what? He was right. There was one Tupperware of a, a bean dish that you had made. 
that somehow didn't like even out versus the like 20 sauces. <laughs> Wet sauces, like a soup of sauces in this cooler of water. I, I have <laughs> learned like, I have learned camping, like when when you bring like condiments with you, you have to at least like double bag them in yeah. block yeah. bags. Otherwise, they just basically the water seeps in from the melted ice and you end up with just liquid whatever. I'm I'm assuming that didn't happen. I don't think the water got into any of the condiments, but you know what? They're not mine. I haven't opened them. <laughs> so maybe. I mean, you weren't just that hungry that you just started like freebasing sauces. You didn't even want the beans. I didn't even want the beans, the beans, the beans, the beans. <laughs> Um, so many beans. So many beans. So Dylan, he did bring sandwiches, thankfully, from the place in Rutherford that we like. And the place that we didn't get to go to because it was closed on Sunday. Oh, yeah, that bullshit. That's right. I remember that. <laughs> That's too bad. But they that were sandwich looks so good as, like, you you and Jacko ate it in front of us. What kind of sandwich was it? It was like uh, a... Like a, it was like prosciutto, mozzarella, and roasted red peppers, and just like a really good yeah, Italian. Everything sandwich. good. Oh, mozzarella. Yeah, that's when you know it's fancy. Yeah, when you leave off the uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you leave yeah, off the uh, you know you got something good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got these. I got sandwiches for us to have, and we like, that been, like you know it's something good. Although, did you say prosciutto? Oh, you didn't. Prosciutto. Prosciutto. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm from New Jersey. Gabagool. Yeah, there you go. When I was younger, I never realized that and Capicola were the same thing. That's a whole rabbit hole we don't need to go down right now. Hey, we're up to one. Hey. Oh, nice. Hey. Hey. Hey, we're back to zero. Hey, back to zero. <laughs> um, yeah, so I got these sandwiches. Got these sandwiches. And I seemingly I brought everything upstairs, and uh, and then I was walking back with like what I I was like okay I'm gonna more go beans. I have like one more thing to go get more condiments. Uh, yeah, more <laughs> condiments, and I went back to go get it. I found a parking space, and I got out, and I just like as soon as I got out of my car. It just started to downpour. I mean, like the hardest rain I've been like stuck in in I can't even remember how long. Like just completely like just soaked. Like, and it was just I was so tired. It was so late, and like I've been just so crabby all day that like yeah. I just started like laughing, you know? Because it was just, like, what else can you fucking do? You know? It kind of like honestly, it kind of felt nice. So. I get upstairs, I'm completely soaking wet. Like, you know, I'm not used to the apartment at all. Uh, we don't have the bed frame yet either. Yeah. Um, so we had to like sleep with the mattress on the floor. And then I'm like, we and can't he's just, find- he, he was holding the sandwiches in his hands as he was walking no, back no. to the apartment, completely no, unwrapped. We couldn't find the sandwiches. <laughs> we couldn't find them. And I'm trying to like, uh, I don't know. Come up with our own storyline here. Live them about. Yeah, because it's not a good story. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But I couldn't find the sandwiches, man. So what happened to the sandwiches? I was like, "Fuck, they must be back in the car." So I was like, "All right." So I put all my disgusting clothes back on, walked back to the car with just the keys, 
and uh, not my phone. And then Sarah found the sandwiches. Find the sandwiches. I try to call. Of course, the phone rings right next to me because he didn't bring his phone. So I, in the rain, ran after him to tell him that the sandwiches. And of course, you were in your car, tearing your car apart to try to find the sandwiches. I was just about to close my car, too. And I realized <laughs> they have to be there. And then I turn around, you're there. And you're like, "There, I found them. <laughs> and I was like... Yeah, wow, this is almost out. like a romantic kind of story. I would have thought maybe Dylan got like high or drunk and forgot that he ate the sandwiches. <laughs> like on the way from Jersey to Brooklyn. Yes. Yeah. Are you suggesting that I had a road soda? A road roach? Road. What it would. What, no, he was saying, well, I said high or drunk. He was saying a road soda. A road soda would be a beverage, right? Yes. Well, yeah. I, I thought you were saying like you toked up. Like, well, and then ate the sandwiches. They were like literally, like, just staring him, staring back mm -hmm. at him in the passenger seat. And he just he couldn't <laughs> resist. What no. is it? I'm like, fucking Costanza, like, looking at George, like, when he, when he sees Kramer. <laughs> and then to top it off, he also ate the uh cannoli that he had bought for dessert out of the garbage, <laughs> possibly. Okay, wait, was there another part to this? I think that was about it, but yeah, it's, I mean, it was like midnight by the time we finally did all wow. of the things. Well, no yeah. wonder he was tired. Yeah. 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 It was a, it was a hot, sweaty experience, but that being said, not, not so bad now. <laughs> <laughs> Three weeks later, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. You're kind of, you know, you're getting used to it yeah. and whatnot, so. Well, yeah, how do you like Brooklyn so far? I mean, I've been here a, a lot over the last few years, so. Sure. Uh, well, how do you like living in Brooklyn? And welcome oh, to our state. Fine, but also, like, you know, we're still uh, we're still going through, you know, COVID, so it's like there's, there's not, like, a lot to do. I mean, there are things going on, but, like, I, I still generally haven't been doing a lot of stuff. Like, I go out for walks, and that's really it. Like, I've met up with a couple of people, I think, now. And that's really been it. And like our little local bar. Yeah, we've gone to the bar a couple of times, but that's really uh, it. We saw my dad and nice. that's that. So yeah, awesome. he's, uh, it's funny. Like I just moved in and my dad's moving out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just like that Billy Joel song. Joel song. Yeah, exactly like that. It's exactly like well, that. Was he moving to your apartment in Rutherford? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you bring? Here's the important question I gotta know. Yeah, you want to live in New Jersey? <laughs> Did you bring the shower curtain? I brought the shower curtain, but I didn't bring the the pole thing. I, there was already there's a pole there that that won't fall out. Did he ever tell you about when the shower curtain attacked me? You know, I did hear about that. I'm, I'm sorry. And then he had to come in while I was naked and fix it. <laughs> I didn't know that part. <laughs> no, I think I put shorts back on. He put his shirt on and put pants on. I put shorts on. He was like, dude, no, it's your joke. No, I, I can only hold you with one hand. Like, Why'd you put your shirt on? <laughs> anyway, but yes. So you couldn't see my sweet nubs, right? Yeah. That's what I was worried about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad you guys had uh, a relatively... Uh, uneventful uh, move in and I'm glad you're adjusting to life in our state. I want to welcome you to New York. <laughs> life in the big city. 
Well, life, life in the state of New York, man. Big city, big Granted, city, we're... Dylan. Oh, big city, <laughs> Dylan. Yeah, big city, Dylan. That's me. I like that. It's a urban cowboy. <laughs> urban cowboy. Whoa! Wow. Is, is that a is that that's a, a uh, is that a wrestling reference? That... No. What? You're just making a joke, big city, Dylan. Just sounds good. That, that could be your wrestling name. Hmm. Big City Dylan. You kind of have to be a little like hickish. I'm I'm feeling like um overalls. Almost like Axel Rose getting off the bus with the, the oh, piece of straw in his uh, mouth from Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Jungle. jungle video. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. the irony. He's big big city, but he dresses like a farm boy. Like he just got to the big city. Yeah, yeah he just got to the big city. He's a hopeful. Sarah got it. I got it. Yeah. He's a hopeful. We're trying, we're trying to ingrain uh, Dylan into the wrestling culture a little bit. Mm-hmm. I've heard about some of that. Very exciting. Yeah. I think uh, when you guys come up, we're going to do maybe a uh, WWO episode of some sort. That'd be fun. Maybe, maybe watch a classic match of some like sort. Mm-hmm. And then uh, possibly also watch a uh, movie. Sure. Yeah. Like a, And do one of our Wrestling Film Society episodes. You get to see us be really cool people. <laughs> that sounds it's, fun to me. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. have some drinks and just shoot the uh, shed. What we, the, were, what we, were thinking, we were thinking of like one of the upcoming episodes. We were thinking of doing The Condemned. Oh. Do you know which I one that is? That, no. That's the one with Stone Cold where it's like they just get dropped on. It's it, they just it's just a bunch of people get dropped on an island and have to like kill each other. It's so. basically the fucking Hunger Games, all right? Yeah, but like but with Stone Cold, well, with with Stone Cold. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, good. I think all so far, all the ones we've done have been fun. They've been definitely like so. been at least watchable. Although <laughs> the one with Hulk Hogan was bad. Oh, oh no holds barred. Bar? I almost said over the top again. Uh, yeah, no holds barred. Yeah, no. yeah, I like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Such a classic. So. Um, well, and, right. uh, what Jim didn't if you, if uh, care for uh, Santa Slayer too much. I'm not kicking you off. Okay, I'm just saying you don't have to. What am I gonna to. go do? That's true. Um, so I, I wanted to I wanted to point out an observation that I had of like when Sean got here, right? Uh, he has his headphones on. You you see his red headphones, and they have like they're like a game like a gaming headphone, right? And even though we're using like my microphone, he actually put the like the the, the microphone down. <laughs> I like he's that. like he's like I like it. It's kind of like a prop. <laughs> uh no, that was your wording of it being a prop. I said it was like I was an air traffic controller. <laughs> I have to admit, I've always been a big fan of just. I've always found headsets to be like a very like cool thing. Like I've just always thought that it's kind of like grappling hooks. Like I've always found grappling hooks and like rappels like it's a very cool, <laughs> like a very cool thing, like in movies and shit. I don't know. That's quite a look if you use. Uh, Dolan's version of Batman will uh, have a grappling hook and a pair of headphones <laughs> on. It's yeah. more like the, it's more like the say like I'd be more like the Super Saiyans from Dragon Ball Z. They have like the little scouter thing, and then it would be like Batman's grappling hook. Hmm. Hmm. It's over nine thousand. Hmm. 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 Interesting. So while uh, while you all were doing your your big move in, um, Sean and I actually did um, go to a music festival. 
which was very interesting uh, in, these, <laughs> in these times. I mean, it's hard to desperate You encountered times. a lot of people doing drugs. <laughs> we did, and we're, we're going to talk about that in a bit, but we we've encountered, we encountered a lot of people, even before we went on the trip. Uh, we had a parking pass that we weren't going to end up using, so we sold it. And the guy that we sold it to was here local, and oh my gosh, he was a bit of a trip. Yeah, he's an interesting fellow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He was just very uh, like his eyes wouldn't focus. Yeah. So like we we like met, moved around like we, everywhere. Yeah. Like, like we met him like darting from left to right and up and down like all over the place. Oh my God. <laughs> it was like we're to the point where I had to stop looking at him while having a conversation with him because it was so distracting and like just I, it kind of skeeved me out a little bit. <laughs> It was very unsettling. Like I felt like I was going to end up with a headache. Like yeah. if I continued to stare at, or like not stare at him, but look at him while he was talking. Well, and he wanted to get one more round. At, uh, we met him at uh, a brewery called Iron Tug, and uh, <laughs> this was funny. And uh, Mike had to go have dinner. No, uh, it wasn't. It wasn't. You thought uh, I faked this. It uh, wasn't dinner. Um, we had an issue at our oh, house. We were having you? windows put into oh, our right. house. It was electric, thing. and. Um, <laughs> The, the people putting the windows in had left for the day and all of a sudden the power went out in like half of the house. Ugh. And what it was is like um, they were coming in and out of like one um, one doorway in our house and it had the door, them coming in and out, apparently it had jostled like some of the this old wiring in this house enough that the wires in the outlook outlet had actually arced and burn the outlet out and it uncompleted the circuit which took all the rest of the power that was on that same circuit out with it um so if you're I just joining us mike lost power because of a circuit breaker well, <laughs> because of a circuit burn <laughs> so sean thought like i get this message from liz about it while we're meeting with this guy and Sean completely thought i made up the whole story <laughs> to get away from this guy i thought it was an elaborate ruse yeah, I, I I wouldn't have blamed you uh, to get away from him. Um, I was like, "Oh, you want to stick around, Sean?" Sean's like, "Ah, I gotta go." <laughs> well, the the original plan that I was gonna do was like, um, if if I hadn't gotten that call or message from Liz, was I was gonna like message Sean and go, "Hey, do you want to go over to Three Heads after we get rid of this guy?" Because <laughs> it's like right around the corner, and it I, I seriously was gonna do that, but. What if he followed us there? I don't know what I, I, I... He would have followed you all the way to Peach Fest. Well, that's um... the creepy thing, <laughs> is the second band that we saw. So we got there Thursday. We see this uh, band that was like literally the first band to go on stage at the whole festival. Called Eggy. Called Eggy, and they were fantastic. So, so we go in. Uh, it, starts, it starts to rain. And we go in under the amphitheater to watch the, the next band up. And wouldn't you know, like right behind us, we're like seated in this one row of seats. Right behind us is this guy. He goes, hey, guys, how you doing? Oh my God. Like of all the people like that were at this like, thing, he just managed to find us. Thousands of people. Yeah. At it. Wow. Yeah. But he, he was just kind of like the tip of the iceberg, really. Um, the other person that we uh, 
well, I wouldn't say we met, but we encountered. Uh, which one are you talking? On the bus? On the bus was oh um, yeah the guy that we came to call trope guy, and it was all just like he was just like full of these like sayings like he was uh, we we were leaving I think it was the first night we were leaving like after like one of the late night sets, and I guess him and his buddies were going to be checking into a hotel, but maybe they hadn't checked in yet, and it's like two thirty in the morning. Right. And it was this other guy that was talking to um I think that he was with that hadn't like quite like booked a hotel room. That's how I read it. Oh, maybe it does. He's like, well, maybe <laughs> somebody's there, maybe not. You know, it's just the way of the world, man. I mean, people in glass houses shouldn't throw stones, man. But <laughs> that's just the way it is. We'll, we'll just uh we'll just roll with the punches, man. Like, oh and it was God. like, um, you know, well, you know, if if it doesn't happen for you, don't worry about it, man. We'll take care of you. You know, I've had to sleep on a floor many a time. If you got to sleep on a floor, it's what you do, man. We'll do. We'll find you a pillow. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it was like a fifteen-minute bus ride of him just that that people are <laughs> like wow. just. People shouldn't really aspire to be every aspect of the seventies and the, and and the sixties, you know. Yeah, that's pretty irritating. Wow. Uh, how long were his uh? How long were his white guy dreads? <laughs> uh none, not existent. Yeah, it's yeah. a bit of an older guy. I would yeah, say. a bit of an older guy, old like kind of semi older deadhead. Not like old, old deadhead, but like mid to late thirties, I would say. Maybe even older than that. Older, you think? I think so. Like our, our age, my age, maybe because I mean, he talked about seeing Jerry play. Oh, yeah. yeah. So. Oh, that's a sad thought. Are there deadheads that are younger than us? Is that a thing? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Ah, yeah, yeah. I really thought that like people that like I went to because I used to be like I'm really into the dead that I was in high school. And, well, you like, got to think uh, about it. I, I, I get it. Like, I, it makes sense. You know, we kind of like we're the generation that followed up and got the tail end of all the cool festivals and shit like that. You know, cool festivals. I don't know, but like uh, I, I'm just the thought of like somebody being like 21 right now and into the Grateful Dead is so weird. Is Gen Z into the yeah, Dead? Yeah, is Gen Z into the Dead? Yeah, I mean, if I, I had a so. kid like right yeah. out of college, they'd be that age. Would they be into the Dead, or they'd be like, "That's my dad's dumb music." <laughs> uh, I mean, they might if they went to like festivals where like bands that played that music, yeah, still play it. I mean, yeah, so, there's lots of bands that still play it. And, yeah. I mean, some of the members are still playing it. I guess I mean, is big. I mean, two of the main headliners were like essentially dead cover bands that have like huge followings. I know. I just want to know what the demographics are. It's oh. all over the place. Oh, it's everything that. from, yeah, I would say like teens on up to like 70s. Yeah, easily. Oh. That's crazy. yeah. That's, what the heck does a Gen Z hippie look like? <laughs> it's uh, interesting to say the least. Gen Z crust punks. <laughs> <laughs> I also just noticed that our shirts are basically matching. 
Oh my god, they both do have <laughs> fucking pentagrams on them. Jesus the Christ. The, I guess this is a goat. This is like a deer thing, isn't it? Maybe. It's like essentially the same thing. You guys planned this out for this podcast, didn't you? We really did. So I true. just grabbed a shirt that was in there and was comfortable and breathable. <laughs> Aww. Do yours have tour dates on the back? No. Okay. So it's not 100% exact. But this. It's also completely different bands. Very true. Completely different <laughs> bands altogether. It's completely different bands. Yeah. It's an entirely different kind of flying. Yeah. The first night that we were there, right, it, it started to downpour, and we yeah, found that. Because I think we, I think all of that rain was essentially from like hit us at different points, like it was right, like right. Storm. Mm. Yeah, that that weekend, throughout the weekend, it rained off pretty and on. Steady, pretty yeah. st- like we we so got kind of like the last day on Sunday. Yeah, Sunday was rained. beautiful. Like Fourth yeah. of July was beautiful in in Scranton. You can't say that very often about 4th of July in Scranton, but it was pretty nice. <laughs> yeah. Is it nice here? I think so. I think so. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. We didn't really do anything. Um, All a blur. There's a lot of things you can say about Scranton. Yes. <laughs> uh, but one of the things that we discovered Thursday night was like this cool little like um, party deck area that nobody was using. And it was covered. So, like, we we hung out up there. Uh, we were within view and earshot of, like, the headlining bands. It was perfect. It was, like, you couldn't ask. And it was, like, situated away from, like, a lot of people. So, it was, like, kind of being a little cautious about, you know, going to a music festival in this, in this time. This was, like, the perfect spot to be. Yeah. As far as hearing the music, but not having to deal with the Was class. that like an upgrade thing? No. No. No, it was just like, it was like near one of the concession stands, but like raised up like this huge platform thing. And it was just kind of hanging out there like empty. Yeah. I wonder I wonder if that was going to be like a like an upgradable area. And they just were like, fuck it. We may as well just open it up because... Well, come to find out that they had previously used it as like a bar area and had like I think like didn't the one guy say like high top tables up there and I think so and like stools and stuff for people to sit on. And did they also say they were like a, a point using it for like security, like kind yeah. of a security perch? Yeah, but yeah, so so we were hanging out up there like that night, and I was like, oh, this is really cool. And there was a couple of people that came up. You, you couldn't really tell that it was there, especially as it got dark out, because, and you couldn't tell that people were hanging out up there either. Yeah. There was the, uh, what, the couple of guys, they were a little bit older, and I mean, one of them was very drunk, and like, they went to get drinks, and this guy was like, man, it's been like two hours, and you guys are still hanging out up here. Like, not even kidding. Like, it was maybe about 15 to 20 minutes. I think he was just fucking with us. I feel like I don't know. That sounds like uh, LSD to me. Yep. (laughs) Well, we're we're getting there, Sarah. Don't you worry. I'll let you guys tell the story. (laughs) Um, We're getting there because, um, what was it, Saturday? Uh, If you fast forward to Saturday. Because who was, yeah, it was Saturday. Uh, Um. We were coming, there's three stages at this event, and 
a few of them or two of them aren't really close together. So it takes like a little bit of a walk to get from um, like, I think you describe it from stage two to stage one. And uh, as we were walking between those two stages, it started to rain pretty heavily. Yeah. And I looked at Sean. I was like, man, I was like, I know we have like our rain stuff with us, but do you want to go back up to the perch where we were? thursday and he's like yeah that sounds good it had been overrun by that point um by a whole bunch of like old hippies <laughs> <laughs> to the point where we decided to call it the drug den yeah it was like the uh if you watch south park the episode of south park where like uh it, the town gets overrun by hippies at a, like a music fest like Cartman like clears them out with like this big like tractor device uh, <laughs> thing. Um, I mean, we were off. What were we offered? We were off. Well, we were offered weed. Uh, yeah, weed, LSD, um, dabs. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, acid, ecstasy. Yeah, acid and LSD are the same thing. Yeah, they're the same. Oh, thing. okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. Um, mushrooms were on Sunday. Yeah, mushrooms were on Sunday. Molly, yeah. did anybody offer you Molly? Uh, I don't think there was not this go. No, no, just DMT? Like, uh, ecstasy. <laughs> no, no, no. But coke. I thought I saw like yeah, like some people had some like little baggies with. So I think some coke uh, was going around too. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this you area. Yeah, that we're all right. Yeah. What? What's that? You said yes to all, right? Oh yeah, we were doing it all. We were snorting yeah. and blowing, and so that's something good for my health is to take drugs from like random strangers yeah. uh, during a during COVID. Yeah, during you know during the <laughs> what like the I, I would say like maybe the midst of like like almost like a lull in a pandemic. Yeah, sort yeah, of a lull, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Might as well take all of the drugs. They were very friendly though, and uh, yeah. yeah, talkative. Oh yeah, they were they were very friendly, and they kept offering us all the drugs. And then at one point, because we kept going, ah, no thanks, we're good, we're good, we're uh, we're not really into that. They asked us if we were feds. <laughs> <laughs> like they thought in their minds that we were gonna like bust them. I think they were kidding. No, the one guy was pretty damn serious. Was he? Yes. Oh, I thought they were just kidding. No, no. He was like, are you guys like feds or something? And you're going to like arrest us? I'm like, no, dude, don't worry about it. I, I was like, trust me, with all that you've already offered and shown me, if I was going to bust you, I already would have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we were holding out to see what they actual uh, what they actually had. You know? My favorite, though, was because it was raining and part of this area was covered, there was the woman that was sitting um, uh, on the deck, like no chair, and basically catatonic for like, what was it, like two and a half hours? She didn't move. Jesus. <laughs> she probably did something intense. Yeah, it was it was funny because like every once in a while you'd look over and she you, you thought you saw her move, but no, she was just mm -hmm. sitting there just like absolutely motionless. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, one, I felt bad. Like the one guy, like uh, one dude, like I think knocked over his drink, and those are some expensive drinks. 
And yeah. it might have been like a mixed drink. So, I mean, what? Like a beer was like 17, 18 bucks. So I don't know what like a, a mixed drink was at that thing, like 20 I mean, something. Very, very much like um, sporting event or yeah. concert prices. I mean, $17, $18 for like a 24-ounce beverage. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah. Kind of what you would expect for that. Yeah. I'll stick with uh, my $5 Pabst and Tecate. <laughs> The funny, oh, the funny God. thing was, is the um, what was it five? Oh, the liquid death. Yeah, the five dollar cans of the liquid death mountain water. Yes. That everybody seemingly loved to drink, but I don't quite get it. It's just water, right? It's just water. They do make like a seltzer version now, but I think it's for people oh. who wish that they were, or people who may are maybe sober and not drinking. But still want the experience of like a can. I I do I can appreciate like that. It was clean. Like I do feel like the water. I'm sorry, but like bottled water does have a taste to it. Like it does. That's like, compared to it. Easier filter. to recycle or something like that too. Yeah, I don't know, but it is like weird how it's like marketed like as as all these things, and it's just like it, it is just like water, and it's like. But it's, I think it's because all those like people who hang out in bars who don't drink anymore. That's their market. Yeah. Jim's BBQ podcast endorses liquid death mountain water. Get it today at your favorite grocery. They do like seem to send it out to people. I mean, it's just water. Yeah, it can't be that expensive to send people water. <sighs> yeah, water. Something that everybody needs. Yes. Especially when you're at a music festival. Mm -hmm. They did have these. Maybe cool, um, stock 97 or whatever it was. Uh, 99. 99. Yeah, there's a documentary coming out about that. And oh, really? It, it, it's I, supposed to be pretty good. I thought it was supposed to drop today, and I went on the, the HBO Max, and I could not find it. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's supposed to be pretty oh, good, I've heard. That Hulu documentary yeah. about um, the big music festival that was, like, not documented that happened in New York. Oh, it's called, like, su Summer of 67 or something like that. Mm. Oh, Wait, the documentary about uh, the one that uh, Questlove did? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it is. Uh, it did happen. It, uh, it happened in, um, I think, the same uh, year as Woodstock, so 69, but it happened in Harlem. And um, Stevie Wonder played and B.B. King played. Oh, gosh. Not Earth, Wind, and Fire. Sly and the Family Stone. Sly and the Family Stone played. Yeah, like a whole bunch, a whole bunch of artists played. The Harlem Globetrotters. Uh, pretty cool. I, I watched. <laughs> At first, I thought you were saying like the Harlem Globetrotters yeah, played. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, summer of against the generals. Yeah, summer of soul. I want to watch that. Oh, excuse me. You're excused. Yeah, I haven't gone back and watched the end of it, but like I, I got through about an hour and a half. It, it's good. Um, it has some cool uh, music. Um, like uh, selections from the uh, from the um, the festival, so it's kind of a cool time capsule. Nice. The the one fun thing about this was, uh, I would say, this was the first year we actually stayed in a hotel as opposed mm -hmm. to camping, and we actually saw, I would dare say, more music this go around oh, easily than uh, what we'd seen previous years. And I don't know if that was the fault of ourselves because we would just stay up at camp and drink so much? Uh, or... I think a bit between, like, I mean, you know, we'd, 
Or we'd, we'd be just listen, be so tired. We listened to the music uh, from the mushroom stage, so I think it felt like uh, uh, the one stage that's like kind of in the water, lo located in the water park, is pretty close to like where we camped. Um, so I mean, we would listen to bands from that stage um, at our camp and drink and eat, you know. But we'd go back and it's like, oh, okay, well, let's uh, grab lunch, and oh, okay, let's grab dinner. And then the first parts of the day, we'd be like, all right, well, let's hang out, listen to bands at that stage, and we'll have breakfast or whatever. It just felt like we were more out and about, I think, too. Uh, but it, I think that we did, because I think we caught more at, like, the larger stage. I, I would say we saw more music than we have in the in the past. But, I mean... Just we, to kind of go a little bit further into what Sean was saying was that this is the main concert venue for this place is like an amphitheater. Like you would see like at PNC or um, uh, what, what's the one there? What's the other one there? Yeah. Jones, Jones beach. That's the one I was thinking of. Yeah. yeah. Like one of those large scale concert venues, like the amphitheaters where all the summer tours come through. Yeah. Um, they got a lawn but, and they're under a pavilion. Yeah. But next door to it is um, a, a resort that during the summer they have a water park during the winter it's a um ski slope it's an action park it's yeah, it's action park <laughs> yeah well the water park they put they put a stage up at the water park and it's like the second stage and it's like right next to the wave pool Ooh. Oh, it's like it's like psycho it's yeah. really nice yeah. they did psycho las vegas when they moved it and everybody was like, this is weird. I'm like, I, I don't fucking care. Oh, no, it was excellent. It was, there's really nothing better than listening to music. Listening to a concert with your feet in the wave pool feels really good. Right. Well, one of the one of the um, guys that we've, we've seen a few times now, he actually crowd surfed into the wave pool. Very nice. Like, he just jumped off the stage and just surfed all the way out into the wave pool and then got thrown in. Like, yeah, was, his name's uh, Andy Frasco and... Uh, Oh, it's funny, like the band that was playing before, like people kind of like, you know, maybe got up and move and that, you know, that they do a festival is either go food, uh, get food or drinks or go to the other stage. And this one guy was kind of lingering about a little bit. He's like, oh, who's playing next? Uh, and we're like, oh, it's Andy Frasco. And he's like, what's he like? And uh, we're just like, um, crazy. <laughs> he really is. He's just, yeah. there's no like, you can't, there's no genre to, to describe the guy. He just he plays whatever the hell he wants to play, and it could be anything. Like he did, like what, like a Rage Against Rage. the Machine cover. Um, um, I'm trying to think what else we've seen him play uh, before. He's done um, some Nirvana. Yeah, and he plays a lot of his own stuff too. Yeah. I mean, he's got quite a you know, yeah, quite a. It's interesting. Music. Yeah, it's in, yeah, it's interesting. Very high energy show. Yeah, yeah. Like what? I mean, he oh, like. God starts off by like just like jumping around like around his keyboard like what shotgun to beer through the can down and then like just yeah it's just i think maybe took some mushrooms place. yeah it was just a whole bunch of like craziness yeah yeah um i i think the only other experience that was interesting was when we we were leaving the festival the last day and the bus ride back to the parking lot oh yeah yeah it was quite harrowing. Oh, God. Uh, I've never, I've never, like, I mean, of all the stuff that we encountered at the this music festival, 
for this bus ride to be perhaps the most dangerous thing. It was kind of shocking to me. Yeah, because they went to this one like parking lot. They went to a couple parking lots. We were parked at like this uh, like ball like baseball park. It uh, was like the minor league baseball stadium. Stadium. Yeah, for like one level below like the New York Yankees or the Mets. So like one league down from that. And they were parking like people that were like staying at hotels at the parking lot for that stadium. So like every other day of the fest, they basically had buses going from the concert venues direct back to that stadium parking lot, except for the last night. So we get on this bus and we end up going to these other parking lots, which were like these dirt lots and they had us going down in in a school bus down these like narrow paths that yeah. I would be hesitant to take my car down, let alone like a huge school bus. Yeah. I was just literally waiting for us to like tip over and slide down the rest of the hill. And it was like, like, a little, like canal path. Well, that's what kind of what I said. Like I, I said, I was like, this is like um, I don't know if you've gone on like a like a uh, haunted hayride. Um. And, yeah. and typically the thing with, like, a hayride is, is, like, you know, you get out into, like, the field, and then, like, the tractor breaks down, and you have to, like, get off and, like, walk the rest of the way. I was like, this is what this looks like. This looks like a haunted hayride. We're going to have to, like, get off and walk through, and, like, some guy with a chainsaw is going to come after us or something. They hired, like, it was just they like, some fucking drunk hippie to be like, <laughs> And offer us more drugs. Wait, that's like that's like ninety five percent of the people that were at the festival. How would that be different? I mean, come on, Dylan. Come on, man. Uh, so anything else from the fest? I mean, we had a great time. Great time. I, you know, I liked the hotel. That was nice to be able to stay at and like get some decent sleep. sleep. I think we're Um, the other thing though. Okay. Where we want to do the video, so if you want to sign off, I think it's just going to work better. Okay, that's fine. So, okay. All right, I yeah. guess I'm going to head out. <laughs> All right, sir. Well, it was great to have you on, yeah. and it was great to see you again. And I think we'll maybe see you soon. I think so. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. It's always a great time. Maybe now that Dylan is in Brooklyn, we'll we'll have you on more often. That'd be fun. She'll be the yeah. voice of reason. Mm. All right. The voice of your reason? Maybe. 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 All right. Bye. Bye. We'll see you soon. Wait, your chair. I don't need it. Your chair? Chair. Okay. All right. I got to. Let me fix this. What? There's maneuvers here that have to happen. Well, why don't, while while you're, uh, we're waiting, why don't we pour that other beer? Yeah, and it, it, was, it was so great, man. It was good and good. You want me to do it? There you go. We're just trying to figure it out. It was such a good fest, man. We had a great time. I think we decided that, like, we were definitely um, spoiled by having a hotel room. So we we might uh, do that again next year, I feel. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I mean, I felt like we were able to do, you know, do enough uh, stuff of, like, yeah. You know, going to the one brewery, I mean, that was a little bit quick, but I mean, 
And we had a great conversation. Sabatini while you were uh, yeah, while I was on the can. Yeah. So uh, one of one of the other things we did uh, recently was uh, we uh, we went to record store day this past weekend. Mm -hmm. It's like staring very intently. Like, yeah, he just moved. It's very awkward. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I, I was just fixing my audio settings. That was so, so fucking weird. It was creepy. It's like you were possessed or something. <laughs> I'm, or I'm sorry. I apologize. Oh, I'm sorry, I, guys. I didn't mean to upset the brother's crayon. Nah, you were fine. Yeah. It's fine. Um, so, yeah, we went to Record Store Day uh, this past weekend. And it was we had a lot of fun. Yeah, we, a, we made a whole day of it, actually. Yeah, um, yeah, probably more than you thought you were uh, getting into. Uh, yeah, <laughs> getting up at like six o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. Oof. Well, I wanted to get in line and get what I wanted. I know, I know. And the Foo Fighters thing went quickly. It did. Yeah, he got a Foo Fighters album where they do BG songs, Dylan. I don't know how you feel about that. Yeah, I heard about that. I kind of was just like, okay. I haven't listened to it just yet. But I got some good finds. I got like uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Uh, they had some alternate um, uh, takes on uh, songs from the Deja Vu album. Um, let's see what else did I get. Um, I got a Rolling Stones. Um, their uh, their Hot Rocks collection that they had. Uh, it's an old release. Uh, Pearl Jam. You got a John Fogarty, Bob Dylan, um, Allman Brothers Band, and uh, The Clash. So I, I spent a good amount of money, but I got like everything that I uh, wanted. Yeah, so and probably a little bit, a little bit more, because I think uh, the the Fogarty and I think The Clash I, weren't quite on my list. But then I, they were last minute additions. So while we were there, we were waiting in line outside, and it's, it, of course, like everything else, we, it was pouring rain. On Saturday, and, like all day. Yeah. And they, um, what, about 15, 20 minutes before they were going to open up or whatever or hand out the tickets, they're like, oh, who wants an umbrella? And Sean's like, oh, I do. And they ended up not being normal umbrellas, Dylan. They ended up being these, like, huge, like, beach umbrellas. And when I saw I saw one of them, I was like, "Oh my god, that's awesome!" And I felt like the need uh, to buy it, so I bought a beach umbrella while at record store day. Oh, excuse oh. me. <laughs> well, wow. I, man, I didn't know that. I mean, beach umbrella talk would elicit that kind <laughs> of reaction from you, but I'm filling uh, in for Jim. Uh, I, I figured. Why um, does Jim do that normally? Uh, sometimes. Oh. So, do you want to see my beach umbrella? Yeah, I do. I want to. I want to see this thing. That's All not right. just a euphemism. Yeah, yeah. it is. Am, am I gonna need to back is up? That a, is that a beach towel in your pants, or are you just uh, happy to I see me? To, or your beach umbrella? Back that up. Let's see. How, do this. how? How did you get this? At record store day. Oh, it's a pizza. Yes. Yeah. Is that not awesome? That's insane and ridiculous, but it's pretty great. Yeah. yeah. So the reason why I got it was because, like, of all, like, the rain and then, like, the sunshine at Peach, 
I feel I feel like we're sitting out in the lawn so much. It might be a good thing to have, like a nice sunshade type deal. <laughs> so, and then the other end of it, um, they had a like a cheeseburger one too. Yeah, they have a cheeseburger one too, but it's got like pizza. a nice, it's got like a nice pointy end, so you can fend off the hippies. Yes, yes. or stick it into the ground and fend off the hippies. Yeah, so yeah, it was like I'm just like. <laughs> But, oh, oh, get back, man. Oh, come on. Fuck off, man. No, I don't want your fucking mushrooms. No, I'm not a fed. <laughs> yeah, so that was that was a lot of fun, and I, I thought that was a good purchase. Yeah, I thought so, too. It was relatively inexpensive, too. It was 20, yeah. 25 Yeah. Yeah. I almost had Sean convinced to get the uh, cheeseburger one. But oh, yeah. I had dropped... Yeah, you dropped money, uh, quite uh, a bit of money there. Uh, on the, like, uh, well, I'd already uh, had a cheeseburger that day. I didn't want a cheeseburger or umbrella. Actually, we went to a really good bagel place that was oh, oh my god. god, I got oh. a lox uh, lox bagel. Mm. Mm. Good shit. I, yeah. I had a everything bagel breakfast sandwich with uh, bacon and cheese and egg on it. It was delicious. Was that they your offer first time going going to Balsam. What's that? Was that your first time going to Balsam? It was. Yeah. It's this lo locally owned place called Balsam Bagels. They're really good. Did they offer a pork roll or Taylor ham out there? Uh, no pork roll. I'm very curious about the pork roll uh, uh, thing. Uh, a, friend, a friend of mine, uh, we've talked about it, and we're both very intrigued by uh, pork roll. Well. That's awesome. If you come, If you come with us in September... To uh, Philly and then Jersey, you can experience some pork roll. It's it's readily available in in like that area. Uh, it's definitely available in, in Philadelphia for sure. Hmm. We'll find up some pork roll regardless. It's very easy to come by. Virtually every deli has it. Yeah. So, I mean, that kind of just brings us right into what um, this week. And I mean, Jim's been off. He's. I mean, he. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's just Dylan, myself, and Sean. Uh, he's been incommunicado, which is kind of impressive for him. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Because usually he's attached to his phone. But, man, he must be having a good time. I think he's just very happy that he's just like – because I, I know work was getting on his case and stuff. So or, I think he's probably – Or Kathy uh, put a chain around his ankles and just – Dropped him in the middle of the ocean somewhere. Could be. Could be. Could be. Or maybe. Or maybe. Maybe, you know, just, maybe they're just. The maybe they're just. You know, getting to know each other. If you know what I mean. Maybe one of the two people uh, watching are uh, is Jim. Could be. Could be. Oh my god, that would be very funny. Be. <laughs> All of a sudden, he just starts commenting on shit. There haven't been any so comments, which is probably good. This episode's boring. Boring as shit. Well, we're going to try and amp it up, I feel, like, here uh, with what we have planned. Um, man, both both of our viewers just dropped out after I said we're going to amp it up. Um, they just don't believe us, man. Well, we got to give the people what they want. Yeah, and what they came for are infomercials. <laughs> Hosted, uh, made fun of by three fucking dorks from New York. <laughs> Yes. Oh, now from New York, huh? Live from New York. That's it's the Ron Popeil show. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, so, um, I mean, if you guys have listened to any of the some of the recent episodes of the podcast, we've done uh, some regular segments with Brother Sean where we've uh, kind of uh, played back a uh, infomercial and kind of riffed on it. So what we're going to do tonight is we're actually going to do that live on Facebook Live, and um, we'll be able to play the video of it and the audio and everything so you can um, kind of maybe play along at home with us. Yeah, if you will. If you choose to, even so, uh, with, with all of the with all of the criticism that I was given for the last time, uh, I hey, it. fucking Jim too. Let's not forget how I, much of a fucking like, dumpster fire yeah. that experience was. Horrendous. Well, at least we aren't doing it live, so like I could edit any of the flubs out. But man, dude, that was so fucking funny. You guys are fucking harsh. So. With all of that in mind, uh, Dylan is at the controls this evening, and we'll see how he does. Yes. So Uh, I will say about this, I mean, it's the uh, Popeil Pasta Maker is the uh, uh, product that we're going to be viewing the infomercial on. Um, This is another fine Ronco product. Um, This was like, uh, Ronco was like a... uh, I, I, what, what would the term be? A stalwart? Is a stalwart uh, presence? Yeah, the, a, a uh, cornerstone of the infomercial of the world. Infomercial world. Um, I will say this uh, version of it. So part one, it kind of just drops right into the episode. So like, there's probably a little bit missing of like an introduction, but this was about as good as I could find. Um, um, you know what I love, by the way. Dylan, this is a really old school term. Oh, the tracking. Yes, the tra- I know. Like, no, no, I know what tracking is. It's from like a VHS player. And like, exactly. I, yeah, that's pretty fucking hilarious. I'm actually so. in search of a of a VHS player right now. Oh, now what I like about this one is it's like kind of like a classic infomercial in that there's an audience. I mean, some of the other ones that we've done maybe haven't necessarily had an audience to them. Like Magic Bullet had a lot of characters. All oh, the, the, the Ron, ones. Okay, so there's another Ronco like one that I watched before that I thought was really funny, and it was his knife set one. I think we should do that one because um, it does have an audience and it's it's really quite entertaining. Um, I thought you were gonna the, say what you liked about this one was that this one stars James Caan. <laughs> uh, the food dehydrator is also good, and the uh, Showtime rotisserie. God, he has um, such a square body. <laughs> uh, but this one, um, his body and, and was similarly like, I, I think what the Hogan <laughs> one didn't have a audience and the Mr. T one, I think. Actually, did. the Mr. T one did have an audience. Yeah. Uh, but this one, the audience uh, will participate in the, with the pasta maker. And I, I, for me, it's like some gold. It likes it sets uh, it sets this one apart from other uh, uh, infomercials. So I I hope I hyped it up, and not too much uh, that you'll think it's lame. But um, yeah, this was one of my favorites growing up. All right. Well, I think without further ado, let's uh, let's stop tracking and start watching. You can make pasta with Popeil Automatic Pasta Maker in under three minutes. From scratch? No, no. From scratch? Pasta with Popeil Automatic Pasta Maker in under three minutes. 
Good lord. From scratch? No, no. From scratch? From scratch. No, let me show you how the no. machine works and I'll pop, do it pop. for you. And no. From scratch? You're uh you're gonna notice some things so like the uh female's name uh, her name's nancy um you're gonna see like some interaction and ron kind of get prog progressively more irritated uh oh boy i mean ron already looks like he's turning into some kind of like half human <laughs> so. and, it, and it's low-key like he's not like will you shut up woman it's uh it's kind of, it's low-key so like but um, you can see like some irritation god this is kind of awkward at this point dylan he is um one of my people what what he's one of my people who ron how why what i don't he's, understand he's part of my people Oh, he! Oh, he's part of your your lizard people race. Yes. Oh, okay. So this is his, this is him revealing himself briefly. We've paused on a moment. This is a little bit of like a communique between him and the mothership. Oh, okay. So that explains the odd features. Got it. I don't get what you're talking about. I'm a lizard person, and what? so's Ron Popeil. Are you like on something? What the hell are you talking about? It's, 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 it's a show. It's a it's a joke on the show. It's a meme on the show. We just oh. we have a running joke that Mike is a lizard person. When you when I you gotta explain it, it makes it a little more difficult. All right. <laughs> well, anyway, without further ado, let's go back to Ron, not lizard Popio. Under three minutes here, okay? Okay. Step right over here. Here's the machine. In under three minutes. In making pasta. Oh, gosh. I'm going to take some gold metal flour over. What was that? Uh, someone just shot a gun. <laughs> I think it was right. fireworks. Fireworks. Oh, okay. okay. I, that could have been by me, too, because that happens all the time here. I thought that Hopefully was like, I thought that was somebody, like, fired off a gun, like, during this take in the, on the set. Like, they had an <laughs> incident. <laughs> Hopefully this uh, kind of picks up a little bit. It was getting a little choppy. Yeah, it's getting a little stuttery here yeah. at this end. Oh. Okay. And I'll just put it in my measuring cup, fill it right very to the top. Pretty simple. Okay. Pretty simple. Two cups of flour. Pretty simple. Pretty, pretty simple. Pretty simple. Flour in. I'll close the machine. Now we add our liquid. I'll start with an egg. All righty. Put one egg. Now you don't have to use eggs. Oh, you don't. No. Have you ever cracked an egg like that with the spoon? I have, I have not, but that's no. a pretty uh, interesting uh, yeah. uh, form. Are you going to go and try that? I, I, I think. Have you I have tried it. I have tried it. I am not good at it. Um, I usually just—I mean, I don't really use or eat eggs really, so I don't. But when I do, I usually just go with the—you know—just crack it on the side. In fact, it's the safest method. Oh, you're going to be able to see some more of uh, Ron Popeil's cooking prowess later in this. I think oh, I'm like, going to try that the next time I go camping because that's usually when I make eggs. Yeah. No, I can't wait. I, I, Sean, I can already tell that he's just like, yes, I, I'm getting there. Eggs, yes, eggs are good. <laughs> you don't have to. You can use just the plain egg white. Let me beat up the egg with this fork over here. So, like I'd like to beat your face in. <laughs> I was gonna say that's it. He's gonna be her later in the hotel room. Jesus. Yeah. I'll take the olive oil. We'll just put a just a touch of. He is. He's like very um, like, like he doesn't want her to do anything. No, he's like I, I, it's, I'm doing it. This is the Ron show, not the uh, Nancy show. Nancy. I am the man. You ain't doing shit. 
could use water, but I'm going to use a little spinach juice. Oh. Ooh. What? Crowd. <laughs> spinach juice? Okay. Spinach juice. Where, where does one get uh, spinach juice he, from? He explains it. you got to listen to Ron. Up to the line. No. Now, now, why would you use spinach juice? Obviously. Uh, yeah, why? Instead I, of the water. I like the color, the nutrients. Okay. I'll turn on the machine over here into the mix mode. Simple as that. And I'll just add my liquid. I'll just pour my sewage right in here. <laughs> that that does not look appetizing in that pause right there. No, not at all. Not I don't even all. know what's going on in this picture. God, he sounded so smarmy, just like, oh, I like it for the 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 nutrients, the texture, the color. Come on, get with it, woman. All blending together. Now you can it's all blending together, so Dylan. Different kinds of pasta with this machine. How many kinds, really? Thousands and thousands. There are not thousands and thousands of varieties. Of <laughs> Wait, pasta. no, you didn't say it right. Thousands. You almost, almost Christopher Walken did. It's like you can make thousands and thousands of varieties. I feel of pasta like I feel in like my that town. Is... <laughs> yeah, in my town of Little Italy, Italy. Um, I do not think there are thousands of varieties. I um... believe that. There's a Wikipedia page dedicated to pasta, and there's not a thousand entries in there. Well, if you go to the town of Ron Popeil, you'll find thousands of varieties of pasta. Well, I think when you look at the different flavors, though, that they're uh, they're going to be uh, doing variants. Yeah. All right, let's see. Onion. He's the fucking like Forrest Gump of pastas. Or Bubba Gump of pasta. Bubba Gump. I mean these some of these some of these okay sound very good, but like some of these also sound very weird. Summer, summer fruit, fruit pasta? <laughs> Oh no! He messed up. Champagne pasta, Hungarian paprika pasta, spicy Cajun pasta. Spicy's red. Ooh, that's a little bit outdated. <laughs> Wait, what about odd soup noodles? <laughs> soup noodles with it as well. Apparently, you can whatever your imagination wants, you can make. Take a look what's happening there. Oh my God, Ron, it's horrible. Excuse me. What is what is extrude? It's like, oh, is this code? I don't think that this is actually like a, a process here. I think he just was like, we need to make it clear to this woman that she is extremely rude. She is extrude. <laughs> That's what Ron is thinking right now. Well, I said it was going to take under three minutes, right? That didn't take even three minutes. From the time that you want to have pasta, you decide to have pasta. It sounded like she said no shit. No, she said, oh, no kidding. I'm going back. Don't. I think it is it's, kidding. It sounds it's no kidding, style. but man, it's so like under her breath. It's close. Wow. 
This is a fucking Play-Doh machine. Oh my god, what a crowd with the folding chairs. This is remarkably unimpressive. <laughs> Machines operating over here. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! These are <laughs> <laughs> This is like the most unappetizing thing ever. This is where we put all of the freshly killed children from this morning. <laughs> and I like that they have all these machines going. How noisy this is. Like you just you add, get a little human uh, no, 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 child no. brain into this one, a little <laughs> olive oil, some paprika, and you got Hungarian paprika child yeah. pasta. <laughs> Hungarian child pasta? Paprika. Oh, Hungarian paprika child. Excuse me, I found out that you that your Hungarian child pasta is actually made with an Irish boy. I want a refund. <laughs> oh no, that's the Hungarian Irish paprika pasta. That's another variety. Yeah, you gotta get up to a thousand. What is it? Oh, incredible inventions. Yeah, yeah. this is really incredible. Just like show. yeah, look, hey everybody, let me preside over my five metallic <laughs> fucking like food anuses. That's what these are. They're food anuses. Like you just feed it and just shit something out. He's like, see my pasta maker. Oh. Um, I, I, but also, if these were not on. They just turned all of them on. So that means that these were all running for like a little while before making just plates of just what looks like, honestly, like just various states of like human parts. <laughs> oh my God. This is amazing. This is postmodernist. Water pasta. That's flour, olive oil, an egg, and just a touch of water. And I can't help but see. Look at the different shapes and the different colors. Here we're making swamp thing. How do we get the spinach coloring in there? How do we get the color? I love that he's like shouting over these fucking things. Like they didn't even put like a microphone on him. It's like on The Simpsons with uh, there's like a uh, juicer and like uh, Troy McClure is like uh, I could I I can barely hear you or I can uh, or I can hear you uh, clearly in the the um, I think it's like Doctor Nick and he's like it's whisper quiet. <laughs> <laughs> With the rigatoni. Oh, that's a rigatoni? Yes. And that's a, a carrot juice flavor in there. This has a beet juice flavor over in this one. Oh, your favorite. Very nutritious. How do we get these different colors? Instead of using water, use a, a blender by taking some spinach and a little water, blend it together, or with beets. Use the official Ron Popeil uh, blender to make up your vegetable water. And if I want spinach, not only do I get color, I get a lot of the nutrients from spinach. Those people who own a vegetable juice extractor. How many people in my audience have vegetable juice extractors at home? I never owned that. What the fuck? Like, even is that? And why do all these people have it? I had one. Well, <laughs> I know what we're getting Sarah and Dylan for our housewarming. Uh, <laughs> vegetable juice extractor. Yes. It's good to know that Meryl, Meryl Streep had one. And a uh, pasta maker. You do? You do? Around Popeil pasta juice in, in place of the water, and over here you can have carrot rigatoni. Mm -hmm. Delicious, nutritious, it's absolutely sensational. Let me let me ask you: there are five vermicelli, feta cheese, 
Uh, let's turn them all off now. <laughs> let's turn them all off so I can fucking hear you. <laughs> and she's uh, but after you've listed them all off. Right in the middle. Button right there. Right there. Okay. Now you can hear me. Spaghetti, linguine, rigatoni, fettuccine, rigatelli. You mean this one? God, it's like they only had one take to do this. <laughs> he looks like he's about to strangle her. It was so natural, though. Machine is going to make five different pastas for me. Oh, you can make thousands of different varieties of mm. pasta. Thousands. Uh, with this uh. but I have five different shape noodles or pastas yes, here. Five different shapes, but uh, the machine comes with more than five shapes. We'll get into that just a little bit You're later. Kidding? One thing you haven't done. Yes. You haven't made any fresh pasta, and I'd like you to make fresh pasta for the first time. Can I goof it up on television? Are you, you sure? You won't goof it up. Okay. Guaranteed. First time. I'd like you to step over here. Whoa! Holy jump cut. And I want to show you something. I'm not sure if that was just like this video or. Did you find them supermarket? My God. We have dried pasta that you see on the shelf. Sure. And we have fresh pasta. Now the problem with dried pasta, you you never know how long it's been on the shelf. And of course, fresh pasta. If you pick up one of those fresh pasta packages, there, what do you see on it? Oh my gosh! Look at this. Eight ounces, three dollars and seventy-nine cents. That's a lot of money. That's about seven dollars and forty cents a pound. That doesn't seem that much. Well, I mean, you got to think in 19, like early 90s, maybe 94, mm -hmm. 95. I don't know. It's pretty expensive. I don't know. That Wasn't that when like gas was like 12 cents? In the early 90s? <laughs> well, that proves the point. Yeah. Pasta <laughs> maker, you can make fresh pasta for 25 or 30 cents a pound. You can no, save, no, no, wait, 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 wait. You can save six or seven dollars a pound, up to six or seven dollars a pound, when you use the Popeil automatic pasta maker. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I ain't so good with the math. I don't understand it's like they what never, you mean. It's like they never had any time to like rehearse this. They just did it. Wait, 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 hold on, hold the phone. So you're saying this costs $7 a pound, but if I use the pasta maker, it only costs 50 cents a pound. I don't quite understand that. Well, <laughs> what does that pay, mean? After you pay me $100, <laughs> yes, you'll be using it and it'll cost you this much, but you've paid me $100. <laughs> oh, Dylan, I'll pay you $100 to be able to do that. Make your pasta. This is three dollars and seventy nine cents. You're telling me I could then make this eight ounces for twelve and a half cents in your pasta maker. Yes, that's correct. That's unbelievable. No wonder you want to make your own pasta. Besides the health factors and everything. Right. Okay. No. I'm, I'm uh, right. Lots we'll of make nutrients. Some fresh pasta. I save a lot of money. I want to do this. All right. You've never made pasta before. I You've never haven't. used this machine before. No, it's the I first haven't. time. Yeah, I'm really and you're excited. afraid that you're going to goof it up, aren't well, you? Well, you know, yes. It, 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 nothing is ever as simple as it sounds, is it? We're going to make <laughs> whole wheat pasta. Take some of that whole wheat flour and All right. just pour it into the Here container. Here it is. You can dump it right in there. Now, this is this is what I would... Dump it in. Dump it in. Oh, my God. Goodness. Like, what is this lady's deal? <laughs> she like, is just the most, uh, like, she's so unsure of herself. She's so nervous. Th this is her, too. <laughs> I, th I think she represents the every person in here. They're kind of uncertain. Some of that There's one egg in that container over there. All right. Beat it up a little bit. All and right. And put it in the, uh, in the measure. I said beat it up. 
as I'm doing it. A lot of people. Oh, that was already wait, like done. You don't even have to use eggs at all, oh, but you, you can use to. egg whites instead of the egg white and the it yolk. It could be cholesterol free if you want. Okay. A little touch of olive oil in there, please. How much is a touch? Just uh, touches a touch. That's fine. <laughs> Perfect. You can't make any mistakes with it. Keep now it there's some water in the container there. To keep that, keep that dirty juice away from me. Up to the line. He's like, that was too much olive oil. Now, Let me a, see what the line says. You cannot make any mistakes. Half load. That's a half load right in there. And full load. Right. So this is already. Ugh, I don't like that term, full <laughs> load. <laughs> Before you do Wait. that, we want to turn it to a mix over here. And I'll turn the machine around so the folks can see it out there. The mix mode is over here. Just mm -hmm. push that button up and it's in a mix mode. Before we put the liquid in, I'll right. just pour it in slowly. Now, as I'm doing that, tell me what is the. That's not slow enough. No, I was paying attention. I'm always going to hurt you. Look at the irritation. Look. Like, I'm going to hurry you up because we have limited time here. We're running on a budget. Was it difficult to what you did right now? No, of course not. Pretty simple. Does this have to mix? Uh, Shit, I don't know. It's ready now. Ready? This doesn't like go for an hour? That's right. This is it? Yes, we have the extrude button over here, and we'll just push it down like that. And that's all there is to making pasta. It's as simple as that. I can't believe it. What do you think of that, folks? It's really like it's too good to be true. Oh, my God. That woman excitedly clapping. This this lady right here? Yeah, yeah. She's so amped. She should have been hosting this. I'm getting one of these today. Oh, she is. And we have to recognize that I know everything that's in here, so it's all natural. It's very helpful. Wait. Wait a minute. Pause. It's all natural because I know what was put in there. No, you don't. I mean, I mean. That doesn't qualify it as being all natural. No, because like, where do you know where the had where, you don't know where the ingredients came from? Did the eggs come from like a, an organic farm, or did it come from like the supermarket? A supermarket. Yeah. Like, it's means you know the ingredients that you put in it. That doesn't necessarily make it all natural. Yeah. No, that's ridiculous. Right. What this is for? It's ready to be boiled. That's an it? automatic cutoff. Okay, that nice. You can take your pasta, and then it would go right in the pot of boiling right. water. Even oh my God, is that how you cook pasta? Huh. That only takes a couple minutes. The kids could do this too, couldn't they? The kids could do this. Yes. I'm going to have some children come up and make some chocolate pasta a little bit later on in the what? show. A great, great dessert pasta. But uh, I know everybody wants to know where they can get the machine and I how much are they. Ron, yes. I, I will tell you, I'm fascinated. Obviously, I would like well, one of Use your checkbook, Dylan. What? He uses my checkbook? Yeah, use your checkbook. Yeah, yeah use your checkbook, dude. Oh, I'm sorry. I looked at that. I thought the exclamation point was an I. I thought it said, don't own a credit card. No problem. I use your checkbook. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Like, oh wow. Ron knows your checking account. Ron, Ron knows your routing number. <laughs> Ron's router. Looked at them in the past, and you know they. Ron definitely knows her routing number. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's Rocky Erickson. For me, it is. 
I was going to say it's old Derek trucks. If you want to sell online. Well, I think that might be the end of uh, part this. one. Let me, uh, you know, let me get the, get the uh, other one rolling. Uh, I hope our one viewer is enjoying this. Uh, I'd love to see some comments. Viewer yes. one. That's what your name is now. Viewer one. All right. You all ready? Are you all ready for this? Oh, yeah. Right. What is the price? Are you going to tell us? Yes. You want to know? We want one of these. Okay, okay, let's hear about it. Now, when you buy them in the stores, the suggested retail price is $269. Oh, my God. Holy fuck. Of course, you all know you're not going to spend uh, $269 for it. And you won't spend $225 and not even $200, not $190 or $180, and not even $170 like you may all be thinking. Oh. Wait, who was thinking that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, just thirty-nine dollars and ninety-nine cents. Okay, so one hundred and sixty. It's now only four easy payments of only twenty-nine ninety-nine. Oh, you get twelve different dyes and shapes. You get angel hair, vermicelli, spaghetti. You... All right, so I'm gonna get these and uh, put them in my butt and have fun poop shapes. <laughs> <laughs> uh get ready for some of like the just like really <laughs> unimpressive extras that come with us uh i, I thought machine. you were gonna say like get ready for some unimpressive poop shapes <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like what well, why was so uh, you you spoke to it why was so many so many people thinking 170 i am actually just curious if anybody makes a comment about that so i'm just gonna have a quick quick view uh, does not look like anybody older comments about it. Yeah, so all right. Four easy pants. So this is twenty nine. No, you get lasagna, macaroni, rigatoni. You get the gnocchi. You get the cookie dye. And you get the bagel dye. Yes. In addition to that, you get the pink eye. You get the brown eye. <laughs> package of semolina flour you also get a pasta fork, a pasta you fork. Get a measuring or a back scratcher as i like to use them for up. you get a hundred dollars worth of coupons as well as a recipe booklet with english and spanish instructions i like how you yeah. said coupons oh coupon? coupons coupons i i think i know some people who say coupon coupon don't think my you know people so who say coupon yeah i was one of them mike no, I don't. No, you didn't. You said coupon. Coupon. Mike says coupons. coupons well, too. it says coupon because of uh, a wedding present, a Mother's Day, Day present, yeah. a great Christmas present. Oh, That's an amazing. And look, if you promise to tell a friend about it, so we can get some word of mouth advertising. Everybody that calls in the whoa, whoa, hold on. Ron. Does that become the Rampopeel sausage maker? Yes. Is, that, is, is this the is this the Alaskan the Alaskan pipeline or whatever? Well, have you never made homemade sausage? No, I know what this is. No, I haven't. I mean, I know what it is, but also, come oh, on. Neither, neither have I. <laughs> Next, weren't you at the bottle share when we did the one time? Absolutely. Oh, you know what? Yeah. My new sausage making attachment with spices and casings included. If you like Italian sausage, bratwurst, hot dogs, any kind of sausage. Bratwurst. Big sausage, little sausage, wide sausage, thin sausage, crooked sausage. 
Oh, Liz, big sausage. With your Popeil automatic pasta maker. Let's show you how to make fresh salmon sausages. Simply cut the salmon or any kind of meat into That's small chunks. That's weird. Then place those chunks into your machine. After adding your spices and herbs, push the button to mix. And while you're blending everything together, slide your edible casing onto the sausage horn. Then all you do is extrude. And let your machine do the rest. Easy. Now, I just like the term edible casing. Sausages. If you're giving my machine as a gift to somebody, the instructional just, squeeze, just pinching off loaves over here. $380 value right now if you call the toll free number you see on the screen for just four easy payments of just hold it, Ron. And 99 cents. No, Ron. It's now no bun. payments of only $29.99. God, I. I love these edits that they do. Wow, his mouth looks really weird right there. Looks like they drew in the like his the void in his mouth. <laughs> he he had to suck a lot of dick to get that uh, price down. Dude, he looks like he's on Quaaludes. He's <laughs> <laughs> a wealthy man. He was up at the drug den at Peach Fest. Would you recommend? <laughs> you did. Now, would this be a good gift for somebody? Would this be something you'd buy for yourself? Definitely, definitely. Really? Before I leave here, I'll get one. How can chocolate pasta taste good? I actually at first didn't think it would, but it does. Does it? Yeah. Multiple on. Mm. I love it. I love Oh, yeah. Gabagool. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> she comes into play uh, a, a bit later. Mm. Sorry. The gravy is so good. Oh, that's our uh, friend Franca Paganucci. Oh, it's wonderful. And I'm not a cook. Wait till my husband finds out I'm going to buy this machine. <laughs> that guy next to her is like, you got a husband? Oh, damn it. Oh, oh. I tell you, I don't cook. This is amazing. I love it. What about the price? Yeah. Oh, that's the lady that was that's the best part. That's yes. Yeah, absolutely. Really? Uh -huh. You're not like audibly puts down the fork. Like, the, that's the best part. Her name is Karen. So you eat. My, my family are Italians, you know, so I'm going to buy my shoe for them. Are you? I, uh, yes, I am. I have a 15-year-old oh, granddaughter SPD. to cook, and she would love one of these. Uh -huh. uh -huh. That woman's got a pleasant looking face. Um, yeah. How many people in my audience Jeez, today shaming, uh, like to are going to order one of these machines? I love all their fake wine in the back. Of course. That's not surprising. Right? That's most of you. Well, we do have a limited oh. supply. So <laughs> I had a line. I had to. On the screen. Please I had to edit myself. Don't forget. It's just. What did you do? I had a line that I was going to say about the wine, but then I edited myself. Oh, oh, oh! I see. I see. Easy payments of just you can tell us after what you were going to say. Remember, Ron, now it's only four easy payments of only $29.99. Call right now and order the Popeil Automatic Pasta Maker, and you'll receive 12 pasta dies, the instructional video cassette, recipe booklet, pasta force, measuring... There's an instructional video cassette. That's why Dylan needs the VCR. Uh, the video of the video cassette is available to view on YouTube. 
Ooh, yeah. Just in case you wanted something to go to bed to. Spices and dressings included. This $380 but. value is now yours for just four easy credit card payments of only $29.99 plus s and Or send one night. I'm not the only one that found uh, infomercials comforting at night when I couldn't sleep. And don't forget. I, I, I hear you, Sean. If you have a credit card, then use I'm going to make a bathroom run. No problem. Now you can use your checkbook. Ron's got your uh, checkbook. Oh, boy. Have your checking account number ready when you call. Order your Fulpeel Pasta Maker now. All right. Mm. Well, if you want to take your break, um, I'll be Sean right back. And I, Sean and I will grab something out of the Atlas Obscura while Dylan is away. Oh, Sean, where would you like to go today? Well, since we're talking pasta, how about Italy? Oh, let me see here. What do we got in Italy? You know what they say? Rome wasn't built in a day. I know. So let me see if we have some Italian. Uh, uh, I'm just going to kind of do this. Um Ah, Sean, how about how about Africa instead? All right. Did you know that um, there is a valley of the whales? There was a time when whales walked the earth. They walked? They walked. Oh, wow. During the Eocene epoch, <coughs> 56 to 33.9 million years ago, mm -hmm. there lived a whale suborder known as the Arcaceti. The lot the the five families within this subgroup all bore a, bore a characteristic that set them apart from modern day whales. Limbs equipped with feet and toes. During the Eocene epoch, these footed whales lived underwater. Though they didn't use their feet to walk, they are a missing evolutionary link between contemporary whales and their terrestrial ancestors. Hmm. Uh, in 1902, the first fossilized uh, skeletons were discovered in Egypt's western desert, southwest of Cairo. Kind of interesting. That is, yeah. This book, um, the uh, Atlas Obscura, it's uh, chock full of facts like that. I just discovered they actually have a uh, Facebook page that they just came up with called uh, Gastro obscura, and it's all like uh, food uh, related ones, yes, yeah, from all over the world. But um, it's so funny, like, um, this is like the second edition of this book. Uh, Jim and I were traveling to Dark Lord Festival one year out in uh, Chicago, and uh, we stopped at like one of like the uh, the service areas to get gas, and we walked in to use the, the washrooms, and the um. Like the gift shop had the first edition of this book in, you know, just on display. So I was like, oh man, this looks really interesting. So I saw that the second edition was coming out a short while later. So I waited for the second edition to come out, but it's, it's got a lot of really cool stuff in there and a lot of fun facts. Um, so I can't recommend that enough. Uh, the Atlas Obscura, hmm. they do have a really great Facebook page, uh, which they do like different facts every day, as well as the uh, gastro obscura. I can't, I can't recommend either of those enough. Yeah, and I mean stuff all over the world. I mean things, you know, even um, 
on their webpage, you can find stuff local to here that they, you know, they featured on their, on their website. Granted the book, I mean, it's only as big as a book can be, you know? So it's, it's got some of like the big, bigger ones that they've, uh, they've discovered over the years on there. Well, I, I mentioned Italy. Uh, you can find uh, in Florence, um, Galileo's middle finger. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's interesting. What's it all about? Let's see. Um, 95 years after Galileo's death in 1642, Anton Francesco uh, Gori, a Florentine priest and scholar, pocketed the astronomer's finger while transporting his remains from their humble or original grave to a monumental tomb. The relic was exhibited at Florence's Laurentine uh, Library until 1841, when the town's Natural History Museum, also home to the Anatomical and Zoological Museum, La Specula, snatched it up for display. Hmm. Uh, in 1927, the finger landed at its current uh, resting place, a museum devoted to scientific instruments that was renamed the Galileo Museum in 2010. Uh, the middle digit is the only human fragment among the institution's uh, telescopes, meteorological instruments, and mathematical uh, models. It is mounted vertically in a goblet on a column with a commemorative inscription. Uh, this is the finger uh, belonging to the illustrious hand that ran through the skies, pointing at the immense spaces and singling out new stars. That's interesting. That is, yeah. If you go to Italy, you can go see uh, Galileo's middle finger. There you go. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, also been going on. I mean, I touched on Peach Fest. We we have gone to a few concerts. Yeah. Uh, yeah we went and saw... Pigeons playing ping pong uh, three times in the last, uh, what, month, month and a half? Yeah. But well, we went and saw Southside Johnny and the Asbury Jukes last night. Yeah. It was a very uh, it was a very New Jersey-ish kind of concert. The sounds were very, I, I felt very Bruce uh, Springsteen-esque. You can definitely see the influences of uh, that Bruce has from... Southside Johnny and probably vice versa, I imagine. Yeah, I think they all three, like him and Stephen Van Zant and Bruce, all kind of like, uh, well, they came up in like that Jersey club scene. So, like the Stone Pony, of course, and uh, kind of just like that Jersey, uh, like that boardwalk uh, area, you know, I think in Atlantic City and whatnot, and uh, kind of just playing some of the clubs around there. Um, like that big, like, you know, horn sound like just bit very like la large sound right um you know is, some of it was like sort of like that phil specter wall of sound uh kind of thing that they uh kind of went for right yeah, yeah i could so, see that yeah yeah but they're pretty cool and there were some great people watching there oh right i forgot about that um Last night when we were at the show, uh, there was a guy that was, um, I mean, basically from head to toe, uh, was the embodiment of uh, Guy Fieri. Yeah. 
I think it's pronounced. I think it pronounces like Fieri. I can't do that. No. Uh, uh, but I mean, to the point where we we're just basically calling them Flavor Town. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he had like the frosted tip spike, uh, spiky hair, hair, a visor. Well, going uh, top down, a a beard, and like one of those that's kind of like you know, like no mustache on it, just like one of oh, those it was like, very uh, like groomed, thus like yeah, very guy like. Um, let's see, uh, Hawaiian shirt, yeah, and then uh, well, like khaki shorts and sandals, yeah. You know, the only thing I would say that would have maybe completed the ensemble. Ensemble. <laughs> ensemble. No. Uh, would have been if he had a pair of sunglasses. Oh, like on the back. And of he the, didn't yeah. have them like on the top of his head. He had them like pointed backwards, back. kind of yeah. on the back of his head. Yeah, that would have that would have been perfect. But yeah, no, no, there was guy, and then there was another guy. Uh, uh, that came in like pretty tatted up, lots of face tats, a Britney Spears shirt, and a Burger King crown. Yeah. So some interesting people watching. Oh, and then like the big like dance group. Oh, with their phone. Yeah, with like the like old like kind of uh, old school like the with one with Touch the, like, tone the cord. phone. Touch tone phone. Um, and they were like uh limboing underneath like the, the cord. Yeah. Um, and then it was just like this wild like dancing. I mean, they told that I think were had been there for a while. Yeah. Um, that were having a good time. Um, yeah, they weren't doing anything but having fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, they weren't doing anything uh, uh, negative or uh, you know dangerous or whatever. Yeah. They were just having a good time. Um, but definitely, uh, uh, I think either been drinking a while or other various things uh, for a while. And yeah, no, they were enjoying the music, and it was just funny, like some of the wild dancing. I mean, uh, one dude wound up like pretty low to the ground, and then did cranked out some push-ups and was just like uh he was having a dance off with a guy that's pretty famous around these parts oh, uh, yeah phil yeah phil yeah phil, the dancing guy uh, yeah phil the dancing festival guy mm-hmm. we did see a few friends that uh that we know uh, oh yeah we we saw our good friend ben who was incredibly happy to see us he we Very haven't seen happy. him in what about a year and a half probably yeah i think it's been yeah. about that long uh, he was so happy to see us. And then there was a a woman that was with him who was like, oh, my God, you guys. And the, the funniest line that she said was when she saw us, she's like, oh, my God, you're here. Concerts are back because you're here. <laughs> and I just went, okay. okay. I didn't even catch that she said that. Yeah. I, just, I think I was talking to Ben quite a bit when she said that. Yeah, and, I was uh, like, yeah. I was like, yeah, we've been going to some shows. We're having a good time. But yeah, concerts are back because you're here. Yeah. Oh, well, what have you all been talking about? Uh, you. Yeah. Well, uh, I I <laughs> shit. Yeah. Yeah. I also uh, I caught up with uh, 
a guy that I've known for a long while, a guy named Bill, who's uh, a local uh, radio, radio show personality. Host. Yeah. Uh, he, a good conversation. But I could bring this one up quick uh, before we get up to yeah. uh, the next vid. He was having a conversation on the. Uh, and this might pertain to you now, Dylan. Uh, and maybe it has already. He was having a conversation on his radio program yesterday uh, with his co-host about going to the grocery store and uh, having those moments where you might be shamed by what you're buying. And, and, you know, like, I mean, they're the obvious, and I'm going to use this word again, but the obvious tropes of like, um, of like having to go and buy tampons or maxi pads or other feminine products and or having, for some reason, or having those in your cart and people like maybe judging you by what you have in your cart. It's so stupid. It really is. It really is. But people totally do that, right? Oh, absolutely. And, like, you feel embarrassed for, like, buying that. It's just, like, why? Yeah. So around here, and, I mean, I know you have locations of it near where you're at, especially maybe even closer now where you're at. Uh, we are strong and huge uh, proponents of the grocery store chain Wegmans and their, yes. their hometown for, uh, here. Mm -hmm. Um so we're very we're very proud and happy to be fans of the grocery store Wegmans, and they have uh, developed an app, and I, I I mentioned this to him yesterday because of this discussion he had on the radio of where like you can um, scan your items as you're shopping and then just throw them in your grocery bag as you're shopping. That way, you know people don't see you know, the 48 ounce tube of lube that you have that you're, you're, you know, that you've, you're wishing to buy. It's already in your bag. It's already scanned. And you literally, you do all of your shopping and whatever, you know, shameful items you might have from the store there, nobody can see them. And then when you get up to cash out, you go to the self checkout and they have like a little barcode thing on the screen. You scan that. You swipe your card and you're out. Yeah. So you never have to put your items on the conveyor. So you, you don't have to do any of that business. Yeah. So you can walk into Wegmans. You can buy your jar of peanut butter, your thing of lube, um, your frozen pizza, and your uh, fifty bottle, pack of extra large condoms and bottle of Sunny Delight, and you can walk <laughs> out a happy person. Sunny Delight. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's all you need for... I used to drink that shit. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. California style? Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Yeah. And he, he thought it was interesting. And I, I think it's I think it's a good, nice little pro tip for people, man. There's no reason to be ashamed when you can just hide your shame. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's bleak, dude. That's like Dylan level right there. <laughs> When you could just hide your shameful oh, items in the bottom of a grocery yeah. bag until you get home. You're worried about how much alcohol you're walking out of Wegmans with? Don't worry. I'm going yeah. to queue up Ron. And I mean, like, I've even done, like, you know, large, like, the grocery shopping for the week and done that. Uh, so, like, you know, $120 worth of groceries. No problem. You go through the self-checkout, which is only supposed to be 20 items or less. But if you're using their scan and go app, oh, you're shit. good to go, man. Mm -hmm. 
I tend to not like to do it if I do have alcohol purchases, though, because, I mean, if you get the one attendant, if they're busy, I feel like I'm taking up, like, the uh, the self-checkout thing from uh, an another person because they oh, they got to come over and check your ID and whatnot. And uh, yeah. I, I, I use the regular uh, lines if I'm uh, – I, I don't really care. I, oh, Wow. Wow. Well, because of Michael, uh, plenty of uh, uh, cashiers are getting let go. Yeah, no, they uh, attended. And these hard and desperate times. She's, she's working. They're keeping her employed. Hell, I'm, I mean, they're putting more self-checkout lanes in all of the Wegmans. Got some inside info on that. Oh, yeah. So there goes more of the cashiers. We talk about bleak. There, you, There's bleak for you, Dylan. <laughs> Jeez, all right. Let's hopefully Mr. Fucking, the, uh, fucking fell up his ass, fucking Ron Popeil. Ready for the exciting conclusion? Welcome back to the incredible invention show. Wait, what the fuck are those hanging on the wall? I don't know. It's a fish. Yeah. And other yeah. ornaments. The incredible invention show. Mamma mia, incredible inventions. Uh of you have ever made homemade pasta before probably my correct? favorite part this will be the first time right all right what i'd like you to do now folks is take the flour that's in the container and just dump it right in do you eat the flour do it very quickly. is that Berman? we'd like to make pasta no and close oh no no that's uh terry scott from kiwani illinois okay you all done now yep what <laughs> the next thing i'd like you to do is take a touch of that olive what? oil and put it in the pitcher just a oh, about a half a teaspoon that's all you need and now turn your machines on to mix that's raise the button to the highest level on the left side hey, of the why, machine, why the, the weird luck people that are fans know things about shows what's so wrong with me knowing a character's name on a infomercial you knew the name and like the town and state the guy was from yeah so <laughs> I used to watch infomercials a lot. You know this. <laughs> and that mixes the flour. And now we're going to put the liquid in. Okay? There's the liquid. Liquid in. That's all you I like that this guy wore his, uh, you know, formal pajamas to the uh, <laughs> recording. Oh, that's Terry Scott from uh, Kiwani, Illinois. Now over here, right? As I've learned. Now just let it blend. It's as simple as that. I want to know who some of these folks are. Can I find out? What's your name? Where are you from? Zorn. I'm from Red Deer, Alberta, Canada. Oh, I'm from Canada, eh? I'm a big fan of the Flyers, eh? Wait, I think this is being filmed in Canada because you said right here in Alberta, Canada. I don't cook, and this is amazing. Is Ron Canadian? What's your name? Where are you from? Greg Bailey from Cleveland, Ohio. Okay, he's oh. from Cleveland, Ohio. You've been watching us do this. You're about to do it. What do you think, Greg? I think this is Wouldn't be the first time somebody from Cleveland was in Ohio, uh, Canada. Ridley from Charleston, West Virginia. <laughs> I am. I believe in Christian science. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of her coat? Uh, it's, it, I don't know. It's it's uh, it's okay. Would you wear that, Dylan? I would not. How about if you're a middle-aged woman from Charleston, West Virginia? <laughs> then I probably would. Yeah. How, how with, about with drawn-on eyebrows? 
How about your first return to St. Vitus Bar? I'll definitely be doing that. Hi, tell me, what's your name? Franca Paganucci. And my gosh, and where are you from? What? No, she's not. She's from, like, the Bronx. I'm Franca Paganucci from the Florence, Italy. My father is Don Paganucci, head of the Paganucci crime family. Originally, Florence, Italy. Well, you bet you know a lot about this already. What do you think? Well, this is great. This is great. Hi, tell me who you are. You know a lot about this, right? Yeah, it's great. It's great. It's John McCain. I'm just trying to show off a little bit of skin here. I'm Terry Scott. <laughs> oh my God, you were kidding. All right, how do you like this machine? Oh, it's incredible. All right. Oh, hi. I'm I good, know though. You are Jesus. Oh, she's a metal fan. She's got a denim vest. <laughs> she's like, yeah, I love Wasp. <laughs> I'm Rumpelpiel's daughter, Lauren. It's good you're here, ladies. You're making the. Oh, Lauren comes back in later yep. uh, infomercials. Jan and yes. Jan's gonna tell us. Oh. Before Jan speaks, pause. Listen to like Jan's voice, and there is like no like um what do you call it when people's voices like kind of like raise up, like intimate or um articulate monotone? Yeah, very monotone. Like there's just no like like she just sounds so disinterested in every everything that she's uh introducing. All right, let's go back to Ron's weird mouth. Popeel automatic pasta machine. All of that looks weird. I heard if you also have a magic bullet, you can make all of that stuff that much quicker. We've done bagels, rucola, peanut butter cookies. What do you think, folks? A gingerbread house. Yeah, we just pooped it out. What are you making, Our Lady from Florida? She forgot her name. What are you making, Our Lady? Our lady from the land of Gabagool and uh, Fettuccine Alfredo. <laughs> what are you making, token Italian lady? <laughs> oh, wait for uh, Terry here. I bet you never thought it would be this easy to make something. What do you make? Cajun Linguini. Cajun Linguini. Cajun Linguini. I don't even know how to pronounce that. Looks magic. Everybody, you... <laughs> Looks magic. Not even, not even looks like magic. Not even like looks like it's gonna be magic. It just looks magic. So sometimes my uh, friend Scott and I will just be like Cajun linguini. <laughs> That's Cajun, your new um Cajun linguini. That sounds a little bit you know, like you know. Cajun linguini. Cajun linguini. I, I would say that's your new pro, pro wrestling name, Cajun linguini. Yes. It doesn't, it doesn't sound like something my daddy would have eaten, but I'll. I give tried it a to try. find like. You know how there's like uh, um, at the public market that there's uh, like the pasta place? Yeah. I've tried to find like to see if they uh, make Cajun linguine. I one day hope to find it there. Mm. Have a cutter oh, oh, we have a cutter. Here, look at this. Oh, and get ready for this. Put it in some boiling water. Hey, I was going to eat that. Ron's uh, Ron's clam sauce that he's about to make. All right. And now I'm going to show you how to make my uh, clam sauce. Can we turn off the machine? Great. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, whip out his dick, start jerking off. <laughs> uh, turn off the fucking machines. 
He's like, I'm tunneling it out. This is my two minute clam sauce. <laughs> My, my two-minute white sauce. And I'll uh, inundate this frying pan with some olive oil like that. I'm going to inundate it with some olive oil, and then I'm going to inundate it with some Ron sauce. I love garlic, huh? Does that sound great? I open up a can of uh, chopped or minced clams. You'll see the look of disgust here on the, like, the Italian woman's uh, face. But this is really super fast. I'll touch this with a... Just uh, a little oregano like that. That's a lot of oregano. A lot of oregano. Around. So we have some olive oil, some minced clams. Isn't that nice? Yes. And that's it? Ah. A touch of pepper. Look at that. Can't forget that, right? Almost forgot that. Comes like running over with the pepper. It. it looks like there's buds. It looks like there's buds in it. it smells so good, but uh -huh. that's the whole sauce. Right. Now if you want to make a red sauce, uh -huh. that's very, very easy. We'll take the uh I have some bottled uh, spaghetti sauce. Like a look at the sauce wow. on that woman's face. Just like wow, canned sauce. Two or three minutes, two minutes. And now you have, so you add that to the uh, two or three minutes for the pasta, and you've got a five-minute meal on your hands. That's about it. Ron's red sauce must have already made jarred sauce from another company. Ron, you may want to seek a, a physician. Uh, uh, that's an equivalent that, of a physician if your red, if your sauce is coming out red. I want you to try it first. That sauce looks horrible. It's just like oil and like. It's like all you notice, and if you notice on the plate about like how she like shoved like the sauce to the side, I don't know if you saw that. It really is an exciting pasta maker, isn't it? I mean, when you look at everything Ron Popeil is going to give us with the automatic pasta maker, there's the maker, there are those 12 dyes, there's the cookbook, there's the semolina flour, there's the videotape, there's the measuring. I'm looking at a dry erase board with a list. Out of the water, we get over $100 worth of coupons. My gosh, that is over a $380 value. This lady was like, this is going to be my big breakthrough for acting. $39.99. Hold it, Nancy. See, now it's only payments of only $29.99. Hold it, Nancy. Automatic pasta maker is sensational. Now, there's the 1-800 number on your screen. I don't know what you're waiting for. It can't get any better than this. It's absolutely great. I love it. Um, I have five grandchildren, so uh, I cannot wait for them to come over and show them the new toy. It's going to be perfect. It sounds like you plan to get I can't wait. I can't wait to show my husband, Lester, the new toy, too. Mmm, he's going to love that sausage maker. Oh, I do, definitely. I'm going to show him how to make a white you sauce. You have one, and it's to get it. All you have to do is call the 1-800 number you're looking yes, at. Yes, so funny. Right now. What do you think? Oh, I think it's wonderful. Really? Very tasty. Hey, weren't you already up there? <laughs> oh, she was. Are you surprised at how quickly you did? I'm stealing the show. Less than three minutes. Would you recommend this to anybody? You're sitting here nodding. Absolutely. I had a pasta machine one time. This is much better. I have five children at home, two are football players. Oh my players. God. Judah pasta. White came to the... Uh... <laughs> Yo, did somebody call John Waters? <laughs> I, I have five children at home. Two of them live in my hair. <laughs> <laughs>
I have a, I have a beehive in here. It's like hey, shop you. <laughs> definitely, definitely. One of them is a cook. He's only How 17. Is that he to cook, so he'll. I would. I would buy one. Yes. Well, I think it's wonderful. <laughs> His cooking sucks. He thinks it's good, but it sucks. For people like me that don't really cook, because a lot of times we eat out at fast food mm. restaurants, and what it does. <laughs> is allow oh my God! Holy <laughs> <laughs> bangs, Batman! Us to eat healthy. Ingredients are fresh and there are no preservatives. <laughs> Would you go into the kitchen and do this? Sure. Would you? You have to see David Faustino made it to the. Uh... <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, I'll be there, man. Yeah. Whoa, there's a, there's a wizard back there. <laughs> Gandalf is here. He's like, holy shit, man. I'm tripping out. And you're just like, dude, eat some of this pasta. You'll feel better. He's like, oh, I do feel better. I'll snowball. Oh, 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 wait a minute. Uh, clams are an aphrodisiac. I'm really horny now. <laughs> Double pasta all the way across the sky. Well, I think it's really, really great, really tasty. And the best thing is that in three minutes, you can have a great. Wait a minute. Isn't that like the dress from like the, from, she looks like she's dressed up like Fred Flintstone. <laughs> meal that's really nutritious and inexpensive. Does it taste as good as you thought it would? Oh, it's much better. It's Rocky Erickson again. <laughs> and I did it with my own two hands. I can't believe that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm possessed. I'm But uh, Rodney Dangerfield was invited. I'm possessed. I'm, I'm, I'm taking this back to Kiwani. <laughs> oh, God, man. You wouldn't believe the things I've seen. <laughs> I'm going to open up an Italian restaurant in Kiwani. It'll be the first one ever. God, I just, want, I just want someone to play, just like blood to just like splash all over his face. Just like, that's delicious. I don't blame him. He does look a little uh, shock rushes. Oh, 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 man. Well, oh, there boy. you go. That was something. I, I really do enjoy like the ones that they have like the... Um, the audience mm -hmm. to get mm -hmm. like that, like, cause like so often, like the host, like really commands so much of the, the, oh, we should definitely do, dude, we should definitely do the knife one because Ron's not the main host for it. It's his like brother. And it's really fucking hilarious and stupid. <laughs> There's some really good Popio ones. Like I mentioned the food dehydrator, uh, the knife one. Um, like I said, the rotisserie, that must've been an early one. Cause like, he definitely well, like that hydrator definitely was. That seems so like low budget, you know, like compared to like the shit that I, I saw like back in like the two thousands and stuff. Like seeing that, oh, it's, you it's, mean it, yeah, the pasta maker you mean was low budget? Yeah, or? it just seems like they they only had enough time for like a couple of takes. Like it just seems like he had no chemistry. Whereas like at least like that like down the line it felt like they had like a budget and like a director and you know someone to like call the shots and stuff like that. Well he probably got like a little bigger, you know? So it was Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you could tell that they were like winging it a couple of times. There was like at least like one or two times where he was like, uh uh like he like stumbled up or wherever and I'm just like, come on, that's not how Ron is. He's gotta be like I mean I've heard the pasta maker is a good product. <laughs> it's, dude, it's so funny. Cajun pasta, spicy pasta, borscht pasta. 
Fuck it, like cheeseburger pasta, hot dog pasta, head cheese pasta. I like the concept, of like everybody's like, oh, and like you can mix vegetable juice, and it's just so healthy. And it's like, no, it's still like all this carbs and like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The only one that's like moderate, like healthy is whole wheat. And even then it's like right. You know, you're like you have to eat like a very like ration serving of it. And then if you put uh, Ron's clam sauce with like a gallon of olive that was, oil, and, uh... that was horrible. That looked so bad. Like I couldn't <laughs> believe that it was just like, yeah, you're willing to put your name on this. Get another store bought item and mix it in with the clams. <laughs> and if you hear him, he's like, oh, and just a touch of oregano. And I'm like, no, no, that's that's way more than a touch. Yeah, like, he threw like an entire like eighth of marijuana in there. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, always a fun time, though, with mm-hmm. these infomercials. And, man, the cast of characters. I can't wait to go to Kiwani and try that guy's pasta out. <laughs> Cajun linguine. Cajun linguine, yeah. Mm-hmm. This was fun, and I, I love doing these live, man. This is a lot of fun. I know we didn't have a lot of viewers in tonight. I mean, it's a Friday night, let's be real. People probably got Friday a lot of night. stuff going on. The moon is bright. Yeah. Um, but I want to thank... Uh, Brother Sean for joining us as always, mm-hmm. especially without uh, Jim around, man. It's always mm-hmm. good to have you on. Uh, of course, we want to thank uh, the lovely and talented Sarah Jacoby for joining us. She was great. Lots of great stories about uh, moving time with Dylan. Oh, yeah. It was great. Loved it. was it. great. You, you seem so much happier now. Well, I mean, I've kind of been, you know, I've been like like chilling and stuff like obviously like getting stuff put away and getting the place like in order but you know i've also just been kind of like hanging out (laughs) all right all right it's cool man um but yeah yeah and i'm sure we'll probably do more uh infomercials from mr popeel and his Mm -hmm. oh i want to amazing as amazing inventions Incredible inventions. Incredible inventions. Yeah. There is a uh, infomercial series called uh, that was called Amazing Discoveries that I oh, maybe that's feel what like we should uh, check out. Um, and there is, uh, I mean, arguably, I'd say the queen of the infomercial, apart from Nancy, is uh, Kathy Mitchell. Oh. I feel like we should uh, check out some Kathy Mitchell. Uh, well, well, that's a new one. Yeah. If I mean, if if we've discovered anything, uh, there is a wealth of opportunity in this uh, mm-hmm. endeavor of ours. Yeah. It, it, there there may very well be as many uh, infomercials as there are movies uh, starring uh, professional wrestlers. Oh, I thought you were going to say as many infomercials as there are varieties of pasta. I thought you were going to say as there, <laughs> uh, there are episodes of Jim's BBQ. Yeah. Uh, Thousands so. of varieties of Jim's BBQ. Yes. Um, well, uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, I mean, stay tuned. We'll do more of these, definitely. I mean, it's it's a lot of fun. And maybe we'll have Brother Jim back with us soon, and we can, mm-hmm. we can do another uh, episode with him at uh, in, in his chair, you know, trying to fend off the cat and <laughs> close the door and all the other stuff that Jim's uh, associated with. That's what he always says. But yeah, you can check us out on all of our social medias and all that good stuff. And, uh, you know, stay tuned right here on our Facebook page. We do more live episodes. Uh, yeah, Sean, thanks again for joining us. And, uh, yeah. Now get it out. Fun time. It was fun.
Notice we didn't have any dropouts with Sean this evening because yeah. he's uh he's actually yeah. uh, in my house. Yeah, house. Uh, house. house. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, in the studio. Yeah. Right here. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, Oh, we're doing it in the studio, huh? I, I got one of those now. Yeah. That's yeah. nice. There's not a lot yeah. up in it. We even kind of repositioned the camera compared to where it was the other night. When we you got the, the microphone, like your uh, Howard Stern there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just you're a regular. kind of shows right here. No. You're kind of showing? <laughs> the microphone. Right here. Thank you. Thank you for hitting that. I didn't hit it. No, well, I heard like a bang. Yeah. Yeah, that's me. I'm oh, exactly that was me. Like... I hit the uh, leg of his table. I'm exactly the... like Howard Stern. Yeah. Well, you got like the big mic uh, kind of coming down. Like Joe, Ro Joe Rogan. Yeah, like the Larry King. Yeah. Hey, it's me, Larry King. I'm a f old fart. Hey, Scott and Salem. Hey, too soon. Oh, wait. Yeah. Wait, oh, remember, do you remember that? Do you remember that whole thing? What's that? Uh... My mom thought Larry King died, and then he died like a day later or whatever. I do remember that. Yeah, that was very. She weird. killed off a couple of people, didn't she? She did. She did. It was really bizarre. Yeah. You freaking Jersey people killing people, killing off. people off. Yeah. Well, it's what you do down there. Yeah. So it happens when you disrespect. All right. Well, why don't we get out of here for tonight? Yeah, I'm all pooped um, out. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Um, thanks for visiting Jim's BBQ, where we now offer 757 different varieties of pasta. Thanks for visiting Jim's BBQ, where our Cajun linguine is Cajun linguine. Okay. That's from the thing. I don't know. It's Cajun linguine. Thanks uh, for visiting Jim's BBQ, where our Cajun linguine comes direct. From Kewanee, Illinois. Thanks for visiting Jim's DBQ, where we keep all the condiments in our water coolers. <laughs> all 75 bottles. Yeah, all 75 bottles. All 75 varieties. All thousands and thousands of varieties. Thousands of varieties of condiments. In our town! All right. Well, we'll see you all next time. You have a good night and stay safe. And don't do anything that Dylan would do. Exactly.